That Hello. should be good. Hello. 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 That's going to be my new ringtone. Hello. Okay, that was so Yeah, loud. you like scream that down the hall. Well, it's been a while. I gotta get my podcast mojo <laughs> back. Hello and no, that's, that ain't it. To the that, that ain't it, Chief. That ain't it. Well, all right. So now I got both extremes. Let me spell the difference. You ready? Okay. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Hi. Hi. My name is Caroline. And I'm Marco. And we're dating. Yay! Woo! It's still happening, folks. It's still happening. Despite Caroline's best efforts. Truly. Yeah. What are we doing, Caroline? Why are we talking into this microphone? We're talking into this microphone because this is a podcast called Review for Two. Oh. And we review video games that are fun to play with one or more persons next to you, virtually, locally, whatever it may be. Yeah. Normally, we do multiplayer games because, yes. as the name would imply, those are the easiest to play with multiple people. Yes. But every so often, we choose single-player games that are still kind of fun to play with someone else next to you. Yeah, definitely. And you can either hand off the controller and switch off levels, or if it's a Telltale-style game, you can just have one person steering, but both people make the decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Caroline, what are we reviewing today? We are reviewing Kingdom Hearts 3. Woo! Kingdom Hearts 3 came out in January of 2019. It was developed by Square Enix and it came out for the PS4 and Xbox One. I believe there's DLC coming out soon, but what does DLC mean in the Kingdom Hearts world? Nobody knows. That's because no one knows what anything means in the Kingdom Hearts world. Truly. So just just to get you up to speed, Kingdom Hearts is a relatively famous video game franchise, which... Which basically fused together Final Fantasy and Disney, Mm -hmm. which was a huge deal when the first one came out in like 2000 for the PlayStation 2. But basically, you are playing as Sora for a significant portion of the time, though I'm Mm -hmm. not going to say the whole time. No. You're playing as Sora, who is a new character to the series, who's kind of just going through all these different Disney worlds, interacting with Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters. To save something. The light. The light. And in one of them, it was the hearts of the seven princesses, I think it was. Sure. It was like the seven main Disney princesses that had lost their heart. Kingdom Hearts is also famous for having a story that is completely impenetrable and makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. I've been playing these games since 2000 and I could not tell you the timeline, the story, the plot. I I cannot tell you. It's funny you should say that, Caroline, because uh, I think the first part of this podcast should be as a longtime Kingdom Hearts player, <laughs> why don't you catch us up on oh, all of the Jesus. events of the series in chronological order? Oh, God. Um, well, I never really paid that much attention, but I know that there are various villains throughout this. Maleficent being one of them. Pete, the, like, Mickey Mouse antagonist. Pete? You know Pete? Yeah. Pete. He was one of them. But he was working for Maleficent. And then we had Xenohort, who was in some... But also Xemnas, but also Roxas, 
but also Tara or someone. Just so you know, viewers, Caroline was not allowed to take or look up any notes for this recital. So this is purely going on what she remembers from playing all these games. Yeah. So I remember the first one, it was like mostly about Sora and him finding his like heart and his heartless and him finding the light in Kingdom Hearts and the darkness. And then the second one, which is- You just dropped a lot of (laughs) like proper nouns. That no one who hasn't played these is going to I have. know. What That's is, why you guys are going to have to play this series What to is understand. the light? What is the darkness? What is a kingdom heart? And what is kingdom a heartless? Kingdom hearts is a place. Okay. <laughs> That's it. You going to answer any of the other ones? Um, the light, it's like the lightness in the world and the darkness in the world. So it's basically destiny. Got it. Got sure. it. Sure. The second kingdom hearts game was arguably the best game of the like main kingdom hearts is. I know there have been kind of like spinoff games. <laughs> I don't know the names of them, but it's like Remix and there's one that's like 365 divided by two is one of them. There's also Death by Sleep or Death, Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep, I think, is one of them. Kingdom and I haven't, point eight. Right. I haven't played any of those. So I've really only played one, two, and three. And the second one is one of the better ones. And I believe that one was the one with the princesses. And you had to find the hearts of the princesses because Maleficent was going to steal all of them. No, that was the first one. Oh, really? Yeah, because I played the first one and I played the third one. And I remember that being a consistent theme. The first one is they were kidnapping like Jasmine and Ariel. Mm, and the... Okay, so yeah. Because they were trying the to one. open Kingdom Hearts. Yep. Kingdom Hearts. Yes. Kingdom's Heart. Kingdom Hearts. They're trying place. to open Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. By using their hearts to kill. Kingdom. Okay. Yeah. But then, so then the second one was more about Sora's nobody and heartless. <laughs> Jesus. What are and those? Organization 13, which is a bad organization, like the evil guys. And I can't really tell you much more about that game, except that it was really excellent. And then the third one was about Xenohort, right? Yes. And he was like trying to bring back kingdom hearts which was also an event i think where in this where everyone fought for light and dark somehow in the third one kingdom hearts was both a place and a war yes and he was trying to bring back the war even though like he wasn't trying to bring back all the people who fought in the war no he was just trying to bring back the war itself minus the people which The people are what make it a war. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure what that was going to materialize as. But then he like, instead of doing that, broke open a portal to like Space Venice. Where it was like a bunch of cities on hills with like rivers through them. And it was like Mm kind of old school European built on a hill, cobblestone streets. Yes. And that was somehow also Kingdom Hearts. Mm -hmm. You got it. Done. So great. Good job. That's those are the games. So as you can see, we're not going to be spending much time on the story. No. Because the story doesn't make sense Mm-mm. at all. Especially because the games there's a Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three, but there are like five spin-off games, like Caroline said, and right. they weren't released in chronological order. Mm-mm. So well, I Well one, two, and three were. 
One, two, and three were, but all the spinoff ones were released, like, before one or after three or some other absolute nonsense. They were all released before three. Three is the most recent. Sure. It just, like, timeline-wise, it makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. One it ga- really makes no sense. Like, the main bad guy is an older version of the main bad guy who is a younger version of the main bad guy who is an, who evil, is an version evil version of, like, yeah. the good scientist who himself is, is just an old guy. Is just an old guy. Like the main bad guy went back in time to bring a younger version of himself forward in time mm-hmm. where they got another younger version of himself. Like the the council of the 13 or organization 13 yeah. or whatever it is is made of 13 people and four of them are the same guy just from different points in his life and slash or with his heart possessing different people. Yes. So you you have to fight this guy in his different forms like eight times in order to actually defeat him. Yes. Yeah. Great. So uh, uh, tell me your review, Marco. Well, you want to talk about the gameplay? Oh, sure. Yeah. So it's, ooh, it's a first person. Nope. It's not? It's a third person. I think you can be... Okay, it's a third-person, single-player... Yes. RPG? It's like a hack-and-slash RPG, almost. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of like God of War or Dark Souls style, where it's third-person, you're looking over the character's shoulder, you control the camera to swing it left or right, and you just kind of hit buttons together, and it's kind of God of War-y, and where you hit buttons in a particular order for some different button combos. Yeah. But it is kind of a hack-and-slash, where you're just fighting off massive amounts of enemies you can defeat each of the low level ones with two or three hits and then the high level ones with five or six so it's just taking them all out yes yeah that's what you have to do yeah and then there's a boss for every level and you are with for the most part you're with goofy and donald or another character in one of the worlds that you visit yeah, so the whole... You can switch Donald or Goofy out. Pro tip, always switch Donald out. He's always. useless. 100%. The only thing he can do is heal people, but everyone has that ability. Goofy is the MVP of this game. Absolutely. And we'll get to that soon. But gameplay-wise, he has a much more physical, like, melee, whereas Donald has a more, like, magical attack. And then we have a combination of, like, everything. Yeah. Sora has a combination of everything. And like we said before, the whole, the main selling point of the original Kingdom Hearts and everyone that came after is that you are doing this in Disney World. So Disney Worlds, to, not Disney, Disney yes. Worlds. Multiple you are not in Disney World in Orlando, Disney Florida. Disney universes. So yes. you'll go to, you know, Pride Rock and Simba will join your quest while you defeat the Heartless who are working with Scar. You also form your shape and character into whatever world you're in. Yeah. Which is a very good part of this game. So when you go to Monsters University or Monsters Inc. World, you will all turn into monsters. When you go to the Caribbean, you suddenly dress like pirates. Yeah. Even though, is that Earth then? Is the Caribbean Earth? Yeah, it's the Caribbean. Right, right. But is that particular, do they just go to Earth? I mean, yeah. Yeah? I guess. No, because it's a different world than like... Monsters, Inc. Well, is Monsters, Inc. Earth? Technically, it's connected to Earth through the doors. That's true. But also like the Kingdom of Corona is supposed to be on Earth. Is it? Is that ever specified? Yeah, isn't it like in Norway? Yeah, but that's just the reference material. I don't know if it's specified that like this is Earth. But then that's the same thing as saying Monsters, Inc. is Earth. 
What? <laughs> what? We're going to say that a lot during this what? podcast. As you can see. Yeah, don't worry about it. Nothing makes sense. The points are made up. Just, no one wins anyways. Yeah. Just accept that somehow the Caribbean is its own planet. Yeah. Separate from... Well, yeah. Olympus. Yeah. So that's also its own, planet. its own planet. It's so, supposed to be Greece. So somehow Greece and the Caribbean are in different <laughs> solar systems, even though they're both part of Earth. You know what? Let's just I move love on. This game. Let's okay. just stop it All right, right now. Tell me your review of this game. Alright, so I played about two thirds of Kingdom Hearts One and all of Kingdom Hearts 3, and I did not play Kingdom Hearts 2, Which even is though damn shame. it is the best one, as I have heard. But I stopped playing Kingdom Hearts about two-thirds of the way through because there was a particular boss battle where the enemy wasn't so difficult to fight as was the camera. Mm, the camera was sure. my main foe during that. Sure, Because okay. you have to, like, fly behind Ursula's head to not get hit by her lightning bolts, mm-hmm. even though we're underwater. But the way the camera works is that it refused to let you do that, and every time you got behind her head, it would force you to turn the other way. And I was just not having it. Sure. The camera was the hard part. Okay. You can just say that it was too difficult of a game for you to finish. Caroline... Forgive me if I'm wrong, but weren't we yesterday playing Spice World and after failing twice, you told me the game was broken and impossible <laughs> and we would never get to the next stage of the game. We're going to talk about Spice World another because week. Because it was okay. broken and impossible. It is broken and impossible. And then I sat down and did it perfectly the first try. Okay, but that game is broken and impossible. So when you can't beat a level, it's broken and impossible. But when I can't beat a level, it's because I'm bad at video games. Yes. I see how it is. Yes. The point that I was maybe trying to make is that Kingdom Hearts 3 being 20 years after the first one is way better in terms of technical composition and it's just built way better Mm. and I mean I really enjoyed it I don't usually play hack and slash games like that I played a bunch of Dark Souls but that's kind of a category all of its own this one I think the gameplay was pretty good it certainly wasn't the most magical gameplay I've ever played But I absolutely did love getting to romp around in all the Disney worlds. And I think that was the main hook of it. And I think that part was absolutely successful. Especially the Nightmare Before Christmas world, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, I had fun playing around in Disneyland, fighting people with a giant key that also functions like a sword somehow. Yeah, it's called the Keyblade for those of you that don't know. Yeah, no, it was fun. It does really well at what it sets out to do, which is what if... You were playing Final Fantasy, but with Disney characters. Yeah. Yeah. So I liked it. Caroline, big yawn. Sorry, I just had to yawn. What did you think of this game? So I love the Kingdom Hearts series and I always will because again, it's very nostalgic for me. I started playing in 2000 on my PlayStation 2. I love the first one. I love the second one even more. And I was, I've one of those people that have been waiting for the third one for 20 years and really was so excited for it to come out. I did really like it. I think that they made it a lot easier than the first two games, especially the boss battles. The like special combo moves that you can do are just like OP. You can do in Kingdom Hearts 3. It's like you can just wipe out an entire floor with one special move. Once you charge up your abilities enough, you can just like summon a train mm-hmm. and just run them over with a train. And that's not an exaggeration. There's yeah. one where you just hop in bumper cars that and have little ray shoot. guns. Right, like the Toy Story like shooting games or the Lilo and Stitch shooting games. 
and you just shoot yeah. for like 30 seconds while you're completely invincible and can deal massive damage. Yeah, so it they made it a lot easier, and I think they did because I feel like a lot of people found the first two to be a little bit difficult. <clears throat> Marco? Fight me. I have, I know that this is a single player game, but I've always played it multiplayer like I've always had somebody else with me playing it when it got hard or like when I just didn't want to do a level or something it's always been a social thing for me which I really love because I could bring Marco into it for Kingdom Hearts 3 and have him experience it too and he will be playing Kingdom Hearts 2 under my supervision don't worry everyone who's like how dare he not play that game but I, I did really like it. It is beautiful. They did a great job with the graphics. They did a great job with the gameplay, other than it being a little bit easier. Even though the story doesn't make any sense, the story's never made any sense. So that never offended me. I think the story not making sense is also what makes it good for multiplayer. Yeah. Because if you're playing like Bioshock or God of War 4 or something where the story is a highlight, you don't want someone else there talking to you the whole time while you're right. trying to pay attention. But when the story is just absolute nonsense, that doesn't matter anyways it's good to have someone there to make fun of it or like yes. react to it and be like wow that's ridiculous yes. like mst3k i'm not saying that the story is bad but you would never watch a bad movie by yourself yeah you would be miserable but if you watch a bad movie with friends so you can talk and joke about it it's great right the story is not bad in kingdom hearts but it does follow that same vein of like it doesn't make any sense so it's great to play with someone you can make fun of it with yes yeah yeah. And I just love that I could continue playing it on my PlayStations. I'm a PlayStation girl through and through. So yeah, I would definitely recommend this game. And shout out to all of my friends who would take over for me when it got too hard. There was namely one who did that for me, but it was still like, it's still a fun social event for me. Still, so. Nice. Yeah. Should we get to questions? Sure. Okay. So Marco? normally we ask each other a question and then we both have to answer it. Mm -hmm. However, I feel like this question is more suited towards Caroline because okay. as she said, she is a longtime Kingdom Hearts player. So my first question is what the goddamn uh -huh. just happened? That's a really good question. I don't think anyone can answer it. Okay. And I especially don't think I can. Cool. But fun happened along the way. That is true. It's not about the mm -hmm. destination. No. It's about the journey. It really was like very Harry Pottery in <laughs> in this last one where it was like the thing that will carry you through life is like the love and the friends you make along the way. Yeah. I really like that message. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next question. Yes. For both of us. Yep. What was your favorite world? Mine was definitely Monstropolis in this game. I loved being a little monster. Monsters, Inc. is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, not even animated. It's just a fantastic movie. So I loved being in that world, and I loved running around as a little monster. And it was fun, and Boo was there. Boo was, was there. So cute. It was adorable. Yeah, so I think it was Monstropolis. What about you? I'm going to say San Francisco. Because mm. I liked Big Hero 6, and I thought the idea of... San Francisco, Tokyo, 25 years in the future. It's like a really cool idea. Yeah. So it was cool to be able to just walk around and see like what that would be in a broader sense as opposed to the narrow sense you get from the actual movie. Mm-hmm. True. I never was a big fan of that movie. So. Yes, I'm aware. Okay, next question. Most dateable character? Hmm. I'm gonna say Hercules. Oh, okay. That's much better than what because, I thought you were gonna say. Because for a few reasons. First of all, he is human. Mm -hmm. We have to, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay within that realm for right now. Oh, I wasn't, but okay. Oh boy. Second of all, he is, I think, 
one of the few characters who is just strictly good, even if he's kind of an idiot. But, you know, he's an adorable idiot. Yeah, he's very strong. He's very strong. I guess any of the Arendelle people, too. Fair. Those wouldn't be bad choices either. Fair. But no, if I had to pick just one, I'm going to go Hercules. Okay. What do you got? Goofy. Goofy? Goofy saved my butt so many times in this game. Goofy is the MVP. Guys, listen to me. If you haven't played this game before and you have the option to switch out a character, you must switch out Donald. You have to keep Goofy in. Goofy will tornado his way through someone and kill them instantly. It is one of the best moves I've ever seen. Sometimes I would just sit back and watch Goofy do what he did and he would save my ass so many times. I love him and I'm indebted to him forever. And he's a dog, but like not really because he's human also. Sure. Question mark. So. It's, like a, it's like a halfway point. It's like um, the people who think that Beast from live action Beauty and the Beast is attractive. It's like you're kind of venturing into a weird territory. Yeah. No matter how much an unnamed individual says it's not weird. I'm not promoting bestiality at all. That is definitely not what I'm doing. I'm just saying that this character was such an mvp that i admired them so much of course that's what i'm saying i'm not necessarily saying that i would date them but if i was their species i would date them right that's fair that's a that's quite the recommendation (laughs) okay and final question are you a heartless nobody or just a person so before we answer this question let's just decide what those terms actually mean can we look it up sure okay What do you got? Heartless are physical living manifestations of the darkness within people's hearts. Okay. A nobody is what remains of those who have lost their hearts to the darkness. Okay. So a person is just a regular person. Yes. A heartless is the darkness within their heart that has become another person. Or form. Or form. And a nobody is when they lose their heart, their body becomes a nobody. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is how, like, at some point... Roxas is Sora's nobody. At some point, Sora was like four different people because his (laughs) nobody and his heartless and his him and his heart were all like hanging out in different, yeah, they were all like in different places solving crimes or whatever it is. One of them was in another human. Yeah, that's right. One of them was in Kyrie. Yeah, it was in his his heart. heart. His heart was in Kyrie. The darkness in his heart was like fighting Riku. His nobody was on his team because it had turned good. And his him was him. Yes. Yes. Right. So now that we have cleared that up without yes. le- absolutely no lingering confusion, Caroline, are you a heartless, a nobody, a person, or a person's pure heart, <laughs> which we learned is an option? Um, I'd like to say something like I am a nobody and I've expelled the darkness from my heart, but that's not true. People are complicated. So I think I'm just a person. Fair. Fair. What about you? I am going to go You're with... a nobody. Can I answer this for you? You're a nobody because I know who your heartless is. Go on. Your heartless is, what's his name? James Holtower from Jeopardy? Yes, that's Guys, name. if you know Marco and you also watch Jeopardy, they look exactly the same. And we were watching Greatest of All Time Jeopardy. And every time James Holtower would answer a question correctly, so would Marco. So I am convinced that James is his heartless and you are the nobody well i guess the answer is a question for me i'm go. a nobody and my heartless is off roaming around winning, winning millions a lot of dollars of money. which is a little offensive that <laughs> i can't share those winnings with me yeah. and i'm being kind of a jerk right now 
<laughs> Very true. Well, that's, um... That's Kingdom Hearts. Any final thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Okay. My final thoughts are just, what? Okay. So, you should play Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. We should pay attention to the story and maybe play one of the offshoots. I would say I would absolutely recommend this game mm-hmm. with the major caveat that you should not go in expecting a coherent story or coherent? like- Coherent? Coherent. Coherent. You should not go in expecting a coherent story or like a great work of literary art. You should go in (laughs) expecting to hang out with Disney characters, Mm -hmm. smack several different forms of an old man with a sword that looks like a key, and just have a good time playing with all the cameos and like zooming around on different, they have a lot of different flying things in this game. Gummy ships. Yeah. Ooh, gummy ship editor. We didn't even talk about that. Oh god, the gummy ship editor. Marco made a gummy ship. This is a sidebar and it is just a chunk of like shield. So he didn't even have gun on it. It just had boosters and shield and he just barreled through everything when we were in our gummy ship. This was specifically in the first one, but you can customize them to add different boosters or guns or just Mm -hmm. armor or just design them to be a particular shape. And I made mine a giant cube that was nothing but armor so that it had just so much health that I didn't need to shoot or dodge when we got to the gummy ship parts. I could just fly straight and nothing could destroy me because I had so much health. But anyways, we could talk about this game forever because there's so much weird nonsense. Yeah. It is a very good game. You should absolutely play it. Just take everything that anyone says in that game with a grain of salt and you will be happy. Yeah. Caroline? Yeah, I mean, I loved it. I would recommend it thoroughly and fully, and you should definitely play it with a friend because when boss battles get hard, you need someone by your side. True. And not just Goofy. And I honestly got into playing this because I like Disney, and that is why I started playing this. So if you're a fan of Disney, I think you're going to have a great time. And and video games. I think you're going to have a great time. Yeah, that is one of the main selling points, and that is definitely the one it does the best is just Disney RPG. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, that's everything. That's everything. Be sure to like and subscribe. Yeah, like and subscribe. You can... You can reach us at Twitter at Review42, mm-hmm. Gmail at Review, the number four, and then TWO at gmail.com. Yeah. Do we get any new reviews? You should review us on Apple. Yeah. I don't think you can review us on Spotify. Did we read that one? We got a review from The Palumberjack, and it is a five-star review. Very, very nice, very thoughtful and linguistic review. Caroline, do you want to read it? Sure. So the title is Good Podcast, and the review is, this is a very good podcast. Just straight to the heart of the matter. Easy, simple. Easy to understand, exactly what easy we to needed. read. Just what we need. Thank you, Palumberjack. Thank you. One All last right. thing. You may have noticed we are now on a bi-weekly release schedule. Yes. Instead of a weekly release schedule. Yep. Because we have both started classes and stuff like that. Yes, we needed more time to give you guys the best content and we didn't want to feel rushed or anxious about it. So we are on a bi-weekly schedule that might change in the future. It might not. We might get even longer. Who knows? But um, we, we might hope go on that... a daily schedule. Oh it's my just really, God. you never know what the future no. holds. Oh, I'm like shaking <laughs> from that. Please don't. Okay, that's all. Yeah. Thanks cool. for listening and we love you. Yeah. All right. Bye. bye.
a piece of herb in your teeth. You do too. Oh, do I? Yeah, where's mine? It's like right here. No, here? other side. Here. No, other side of your mouth. Here. Yeah. Okay, yours is like big tooth, but right there. Right here? Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah, but then you have one also up big tooth. Right here? On top of big tooth. There you go. This is good. Cool. All right. <laughs> I don't know why we felt the need Gross. to do that for an audio only <laughs> podcast. Gross.